0: The midnight glancers and the top was dancers. The gander free car back with beaver. The cheese from the 40s and the chicks with beaver. The northern light and the southern comfort. And it don't even matter with you're the ball. I said it's all good and it's all in spawn. Woo! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shabrick Show. My name is Shabrick and I will be your hostess with the Moses. And tonight I have finally, we're here! lawless lawless my beautiful beautiful lady hello how are you tonight can you hear me okay i can hear you pretty good i'm doing good how are you i'm doing fine thank you so much for asking I could turn this up a little bit we have a lot of people in here already so we got g baxter and jeff's Jeff, Jeff, Papa, and michigan j and purple princess and still bryce and Scott Meyer. one chick you guys welcome to the live a very happy saturday to each and every one of you i'm glad to have you here Flawless, thank you so much for coming on tonight. I'm so excited that you're here. Yay, you look so nice. Ruth, you have a... We have a few things. I have a few housekeeping items. Flawless, all of your links are in the description below. So make sure that you go and find Flawless on all of her places. She's on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and then your link tree is there with your merch and your Strictly Patriots and all your stuff. So go check her out all over. Everybody's I love your face. You're on your, you're on your phone. You cannot see the comments. Is that correct? No, I can't see the comments. Okay, so I will try to put them up. So Michigan says, hey, Pumpkin. Hello, welcome. Hey, Pumpkin. Hey, Pumpkin. Um, And make sure you go check her out. And then for the show, we obviously, StreamYards is kind of our partner. Or StreamYard. Strictly Patriots is our partner company. Go check out my links below. If you sign up through the Shipwreck show, you support us a little bit, and you get to check out all of your creators and their merch and things and stuff. God, that was a lot. I got to figure out how to shorten that up. That's just a lot. Do You know what I mean? Can you hear me? Am I loud enough? I can enough? barely hear you. Hey, babe. I can. She can barely hear me. I can barely hear, barely I can. hear her. So, like, I can, okay. I'm, like, loud. My girlfriend's Is so this? precious. You're so precious, girlfriend. I'm so happy. So, whoa, <laughs> are you getting your headphones? Huh? Are you getting your headphones? Um,
1: it- I was looking for them. I don't know where they're at. I They were on my table last week, and I picked them up. I have a basket of bullshit does anybody else have a basket of bullshit
0: i got a drawer of bullshit that's what we do we got a junk drawer i thought i might have
1: thrown them in the basket of bullshit but it's not there i think my little lady's going to go check my truck and see if they're out there
0: Okay. we got oh got texan in the house hello texan it's good to see you welcome to the live texan and Michigan J everybody. So everybody says hello. We're glad you guys are here. I'm going to try and talk loud till she can get her head. Oh, no, I'm not. I'm going to drop the mic. Listen, our last couple shows have just been kind of a mess. I don't know if you know this, but like we've had technical difficulties. And so we're just going to roll as much as we can with this. You're doing, we're doing great. As we we're doing awesome. So we got a house doing... full. We're, we're fucking doing awesome. So I wanted to bring you on and I'm really excited to have you. I've been a fan. I don't even have to say a fan. Like I've been a fan a really long time. Like I've followed you for a long time and I absolutely love your content. Um, we've kind of talked all this week about like the divine masculine and the divine feminine. And I use you as an example when it came to the divine feminine and how you managed to find that balance of being, you know, feminine and and soft, but at the same time, like now, I don't want to say scary, but like, you know, balls of the wall, strong and, and getting after it. And so we've been talking a lot about that. So I was really excited Alicia that you were really coming on. Come
1: on. I'm sorry. She found my headphones. But... That's great.
0: Because then I'm, I can just drink. Well, wait. Do you want to put them on? You're fine. No, I mean, I guess I could put those on.
1: <laughs> back or something?
0: They look. They'll be sad. They, they look good. You'd be like Joe Rogan. Kind of. Mike, hello. Welcome night. to the
1: live. Yeah. Oh my god, I can hear so much better already. Oh can my god, you you're me? so
0: much clearer too. Oh my god. All
1: right, nice. All right, there we go. We'll just do the beats. I'll turn this.
0: Down. We're gonna do the beats. All I right. Can't... So we, we. You can you hear me? What's I can this? hear you perfectly now. No, I'm excellent. That I. I can work with the echo. So, we're like I said, we were talking earlier about the divine feminine, the divine masculine. That's been the conversation: toxic masculinity versus toxic femininity, and that's kind of been the thing. And like I said, I'd use you as an example because I feel like you found a really beautiful balance between the both. And I, you know, and I kind of look up to you in terms of of that kind of thing. So I wanted you to come on. I wanted you to kind of tell everybody how you got started. We love your content, but how did you how did you start with all this? You're you're big on every platform that you're on um what kicked this off for you like in the beginning
1: I mean I guess from if you want to go to the very bottom of the mountain uh when I went to hair school I decided to be a hairstylist um I needed to promote myself and I started on Facebook just every day I would friend like two or three people and sometimes Mm -hmm. I'd get those messages like hey do I know you and I'm like no but I'm a hairstylist in the area and I'm just trying to grow my following and they were always very chill about it like I never got any like Bad feedback from that, so uh, right. my Facebook following maxed out, and then I actually started getting people following me on Facebook. And then I posted a picture of Mark Zuckerberg in a Hitler costume, and they banned my Facebook page.
0: <laughs> Facebook, oh, where, they took the where, whole thing down. They took we're so we're live on Facebook right now. So I've been testing the waters. I left Facebook a while ago because it's toxic. But I made a I made a shipwreck show page, and I really didn't tell anybody about it. Because I was like, I wanted to see, and they've already taken three out of the six lives that I've done down on there. They don't like, Facebook doesn't like us.
1: Yeah. So then, they. Yeah. Um, My assistant was uh, pretty young. She's like 20, 21 years old. And mm-hmm. she was like, you should be on TikTok. I was like, I'm not downloading that Chinese app. I'm not doing that shit. I'm f- almost 40 years old. i like, like what, <laughs> Like, what do you think I'm going doing here? I'm not going to do that. And then- uh, right. She kind of kept on me, and she was like, your haircuts are really dope. You should really download TikTok. I'm like, I tell you what, if it's that big of a deal to you, and you think that my shit is that cool, Mm -hmm. you make a TikTok, and I'll be your content. Just film my haircuts. And she was like, okay. So it started off as a hair page, and that was simply because I got banned on Facebook, and I got bored, and I was like, all right, fine. We'll give this shit a shot. So I got on Facebook, and I think it was like the probably ninth or 10th video I posted just went super viral. Right. And then somebody said something about my dreads in a negative light. And I I was like, I was like, you know, we got enough shit going on. And the way I approached it wasn't so like, you know, like talking shit as much as Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like scolding them. I was like, we have enough negativity going on in our world right now. Like, do you really think, that this is what you need to be putting your energy into. Like right. I would, I would assume that you, you clearly have some motivation. If you would apply that motivation to, say, your career, you would be far more successful than you are right now. And everybody was like, "Damn, she just burnt <laughs> shit out of this, this motherfucker." And she barely said any cuss words. Right. And then the next time somebody said something to me about my drugs, I think it was a, a comment reply I did to that video. And I hit him with the hay Pumpkin. I was like, Hey Pumpkin, let's hey talk Punkin. about something. And hey Pumpkin! He, and that's when Hey Pumpkin took off. And everybody was like, the next video I made, I didn't say it. They were like, where's the Hey Pumpkin? We want to hear Hey Pumpkin. So mm-hmm. that's been a slippery slope. I had a couple people in the beginning be like, I liked it at first, but now I'm over it. And I was like, fair enough. Whatever.
0: <laughs> I don't care. But it's, but it's your content. Like, we get... I like get a lot like I for a long time, like when we started, I got a lot of that, like because we're all over the place and, and I get a lot of that now with the show. People are like, well, you know, why are you talking about this? Like this is for conservatives, like you're supposed to be a conservative. I'm like, well, because we're all over, like it's my show, like I talk about what I want to talk about. Damn. Yeah. Let me live my let me live my life. <laughs> Gosh. Uh So even Facebook 420 groups. Yeah, they're full of Facebook. It just got super like it got super toxic and I don't. I don't know. I I had to bail. I was just, I, and TikTok. TikTok's kind of getting like, TikTok's got a lot of stuff going on. There's just a lot of stuff. And I know like you, have you've, you've kind of gotten into some stuff and I know you've done some meetups and things like that. And then some of them kind of went South and I, I don't know, like TikTok got really weird about that kind of stuff too. Where are you? You're still, you I know mean, I know you're still on TikTok. I spent some time in your content today laughing. but as far as like the haters and stuff do you still get a lot of that or is this more i'm honestly so shadow banned that the haters can't even find me oh really
1: yeah um it wasn't until probably like the last week or two that my views went up um i don't know what spawned that but maybe i just got more duets or more stitches or something but yeah uh since i made this new page my first page in seven months Went to three hundred and fifty five thousand.
0: Yeah, you were and yeah, then you were a big and then it went down, didn't it?
1: No, it never went down. It uh, it got deleted. I got banned. That's what I'm saying. It went like yeah. you got banned. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah the, the page went down. Yeah, so and on this page, it's just been slow, just like really slow. And I don't get a lot of hater comments. And that was one of the things that kind of made me take off. I th- I feel like in the beginning is like the haters, because like mm-hmm. my response to them is what made my followers want to continue to follow me or start to follow me or mm-hmm. whatever. So
0: do you think that now has your Instagram, now you've got a pretty big Instagram too. And I've noticed in the last couple weeks, Instagram, like I've been on Instagram a long time and I've had I've had big TikTok accounts and I had big clapper like because we keep getting banned. I've been a lot of places and but I've been consistently on the same Instagram page for two and some odd years now. And I never like it just it just wouldn't go anywhere. Nothing would see. I'd sat there forever. But now your Instagram is considerably bigger. But have you noticed kind of a shift in Instagram where you feel like maybe you're gaining more ground there than you were before? Is anybody Um, actually anybody in here in the live? I, it's just kind of weird
1: to me. It makes me kind of nervous. I think nervous. that reels, the reels in Instagram, Yes. I think that that helps. And doing it from the app and not just posting TikTok videos to Instagram because mm-hmm. the algorithm doesn't necessarily like that. Um, now, mm-hmm. I haven't actually been posting a lot of reels. I, I'm The only thing that I can think of is just the hashtags I've been using. And Chris Beeler, Chris Beeler Photography has provided I me with that. some in, incredible content and um the hashtags that i use along with the photos that chris has taken um i mean everybody loves tattoos and dreads and stuff like that everybody talks about like people have asked me like oh why are you so hot i'm like it's just the tattoos (laughs) and dreads dude it's just the
0: tattoos (laughs) and i do i love the tattoos and and i'm a big fan of tattoos as well what was your first can I ask this? Like, is this a, like maybe I don't want to? I've had a lot of piercings. I didn't go crazy on the tattoos, but there was a time where, listen, this isn't <laughs> that kind of live, But there if was you a time. Put a
1: hole in it, you do
0: it. I did, and I had piercings everywhere, like everywhere at one point in my life. Now they, I, 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 I ended up going to jail for a while and took them out, and then I was in jail for a while, so I the holes ended up closing, and I never did them again because they really hurt. And I'm crossing my legs as I think about it, but. What what was your first tattoo? Can you tell us? Like is that Yeah, it's I yes. still have it. I still have it. It's awful. It's so bad. Can right, we so see the- it? Like, is it or can is it like in a place that we can see it? No, you can see I'm gonna tell the story yes. first though. Yes, I'm gonna tell, tell the story. First. So,
1: I was all all right, actually right. 17. It was my 17th birthday and Okay. The guy working at the tattoo shop was a trailer in Alabama. It was a legit tattoo shop. It was like, you mm-hmm. know, licensed and everything. It was it yeah, just happened sure. to be a trailer <laughs> on the side of the road. <laughs> like,
0: like a remodeled school bus <laughs> on a gravel right. road. So hunky <laughs> <laughs> <on the> donkey.
1: <laughs> so it was like our local tattoo shop in our like one horse little town of like maybe twelve hundred or something. And that's the town beside the town I grew up in. That was the bigger town. Right. Um so I went in there, and I just pretended like I was 18. I gave him my ID and everything. He made a copy of it, and he still tattoos yes.
0: me. <laughs> Come here, you big old 18-year-old.
1: I was like, here, here's my, my. it's my birthday today, which it was my birthday. I was like, here's my ID. I want a, a butterfly
0: on my lower back. You did a tramp stamp? Flawless, Listen, you lawless. stop judging me right now. But, I'm got my judging socks. Listen, I got my judging socks on even, the last two days. I haven't, I haven't covered it up yet because, like,
1: I'm probably gonna go really big on my back because my first two tattoos oh. were on my back and they were terrible.
0: I want to do a I, like a. Okay, all right. Talk about that. I got. Right, so I, I can't show mine, but yes, please show us your butterfly if you're comfortable doing so. Uh,
1: here you go. All right, here. Is it a
0: monarch butterfly? That's even better. Like, no, with it's the, actually tribal. If you look at the wings, it's
1: totally lopsided. <laughs> Oh, let me turn this a
0: little. We're gonna bit. do it. Listen, this is a oh, PG-13 you, live. Oh, you there. Okay, it? that's not bad. Yeah. Can you see it? It's, it's not. Oh, it's terrible. It's well, awful. I mean, it's. it's I mean,
1: it's, compared to like you know, I've got the Statue of Liberty and right. Like, I mean, compared to that stuff, it's
0: pretty bad. But I mean, it's it's not like when I when I think of the tramp stamp because this was like the fad back in the early 2000s, late 90s. Mm-hmm was like the butterfly or whatever, and then it was like the like the tribal and then the star oh I got the
1: tribal I never, like, I never did the tramp stamp.
0: oh yeah, that's what it was back then yeah it,
1: mm-hmm. it's I think it was like 1998 of- when I got my first <laughs> tattoo Or ninety nine it was ninety nine so is that your least favorite tattoo then is that that butterfly? I mean it comes with a story so I don't like totally hate it but um mm-hmm. I mean yeah now that I think about it, yeah, yeah. Pro- oh, no, it's probably my ex girlfriend's name that covers my entire fucking ribcage. <laughs> how old were r- you when you
0: got? How old were you when you got that? Twenty
1: four or twenty five, somewhere around there.
0: And what's? Can I ask what her name was? Just Brooke. Okay, so you tattooed Brooke on the side of your ribs.
1: First, I tattooed it on my wrist, and then Holy I covered cannoli. it up. And then we got back together, and I did it
0: again. <laughs> what? And you, But you're not with Brooke now, right? I am absolutely not with Brooke now, no. So, no. I'm now with Chloe. Oh, it's pretty hard to turn Brooke into Chloe. I would imagine. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it could happen. <laughs> like, I'm so thankful that Chloe is nothing like Brooke. She's
1: a breath of fresh. Well, I mean, as far air. as ta- tattoo-wise, how yeah, do no, you, are you going gonna- to... I couldn't. That would be a... That that would be like hieroglyphics when they got done with it <laughs> that would be-
0: to-
1: <laughs> I'm covering up with the Statue of Liberty, so it's gonna be a whole patriotic thing,
0: okay well, that's that's good. I mean that's growth that's you yeah. know that's good that's that's healing or whatever but i I never understood, and that maybe that's why I never really got too much of the tattoos because they're really committed like they're really and I wouldn't be even comfortable with even like now with Mr. shipwreck, I, I don't he had mentioned like getting matching tattoo. We've been together 11 years, 10 years, whatever, 11 years. And he'd mentioned it like a year ago. And I'm like, I don't know. That just seems really... I couldn't do it. Like, I, I couldn't do it. Cliche. I don't know why. It seems really... Maybe cliche. Kind of like the tramp stamp. You know what I'm saying? Right? right? Yeah. I don't know. I could never do it. But that's A little bad it. juju mixed in there? Did Brooke get her, your name tattooed on her?
1: She got my whole name. Jesse Law. <gasps> There's another funny story. She made me kiss a piece of paper. I don't know, like fucking thirty times. I didn't know it, but I kept kissing the piece of paper, and I'd kiss it. And she's like, "No, not enough lipstick." And she'd make me reapply. It was color stay lipstick, and my fucking lips were like blood red for I don't know, six or seven hours. All the rest of the night, it was ridiculous. And she made me go out to a bar afterwards. So I looked, and I didn't have long hair. I looked like a boy back then. Okay. It's funny you mentioned like my balance because well, I and
0: we're. I want to kind it of, like me, a few,
1: it took yeah, me a minute we to can find get that. Into that.
0: Did you, did you like, did it? And then we, and this is kind of the time. So I've got two different conversations going on. Actually, I've got three different conversations going on on two different apps. And, but one of the conversations, one is about Tucker Carlson and how he's like, butt fucking with Hunter Biden. But the other one, the other one is about the toxic masculinity and the toxic, femininity and the question that i proposed to everybody because some some guy came at me and he's like well the only reason that men aren't masculine now is because you women went and you beat them down so much and made this whole comment and i'm like i don't disagree with that there's a feminist movement out here that absolutely like they scare me and i'm a like yeah for real stay away from me like Mm -hmm. because they're all like emotion
1: i just feel like extremism is bad in any setting. Wherever you mm-hmm. put it, extremism in, in, in any fashion is um, usually a, a road to bad things.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then I would agree. And that, and that comes, I know I watched one of your videos about, and it was interesting too, because I got a couple of people that come on here that are gay. And they feel kind of the same way. They don't get the pride flags going. They don't go to the pride events. In fact, like one of the people that I have on is the Wicked Wolf, and he finds the whole pride thing kind of, almost predatory in a way, like almost in doc you know, like there, and he does it cause there's kids there, there's little kids running around, but then at the same time you've got like drag Queens who are wearing pasties and thongs and he just, yeah, he doesn't feel like it's a family friendly thing. Yes. I feel ahead, like
1: please. the, the longer, you know, this, the, the, bigger the whole pride thing gets and the more uh, involvement, different people. Like there's like all these different groups that are just like, it's building and building and building and uh, I, I went last Pride event I went to I found myself watching a group of grown men encouraging I don't know this kid had to be 13, 14 years old right in a in a pair of like speedos booty dancing in a circle and I was just disgusted mm-hmm. and I'm not I, I understand that not every member of that community is like that or they encourage right. or condone that type of behavior I'm not saying that all are the same but Mm -hmm. I just I don't want to be associated with that for me growing up in the 90s I wanted to be normal so bad I just wanted to be normal I just what what I like
0: when you you say normal though what do you mean like you wanted growing up in the
1: south growing up in the south you think of normalcy as getting married you know a woman marries a man have children probably a golden retriever or something white picket fence if you're really fancy she's usually a lab yeah just like a really generic middle upper middle class home life goal Mm -hmm. so you know i i wasn't that at all and um i found when i found
0: did you try to hide it? Like, did you suppress a lot of it for a long time? Oh, And then yeah, really? this is getting too personal. At any point, no, no, no. You, you can, can stop. Okay. No, you can go.
1: I'm an open book. Like, I'm very okay. transparent. You can ask me whatever you want. I, I expect questions if you um, sign up for something like this. I think that you should be ready to talk. So, um,
0: I, but I do, but I'm also very conscious of of different things people don't want to talk about, and that's okay too. I'm very, I was very careful.
1: I think that you know. Um, a lot of the alphabet mafia hates me because of my beliefs ab- about certain aspects of that group. Like, um, and, and it's just simply because of like where I came from and how I grew up and in my personal experience experience with it and like growing up and having everyone around me tell me that I should have been a boy or I act like a boy or because I dress like a boy or because I want to play sports like a boy, I should have been a boy. And you should have been a boy. You should have been a boy. You should be a boy. You should be a boy. You should be a boy. boy. And it was just like over and over and over again. I can't tell you that like at what age I would have decided to not take the blue pill. You know, Mm -hmm. If, if somebody would have said here, you can take the pink pill or the blue pill. You can be a boy or you can be a girl. You can make up your mind right now. I don't know what I would have done because when I did find myself being attracted to women, I immediately felt like I was going to hell. My mom is a preacher. So I just believing the Bible and being a devout Christian and, um, and letting Christianity, uh, pretty much structure my life. I just, it was like, what am I, man, what am I doing? What am I going to do? What do I do? Like every road that I'm looking at right now points to hell, you know? So, um, I tried really hard to embrace my feminine side when I was a teenager. And I did pretty well. I was in pageants and shit. I've got
0: trophies. (gasps) Do you have pictures? I do. I do. Listen, listen, we're working on this. I'm very, very much. I want to be, I want to tap into this. I don't know that I want to go that far, but I want to tap into this feminine Energy that people seem to talk about and seem to have because I feel like there's power there. Now I don't want to give up anything that I can do. I can negotiate. Obviously, I can run the show. I can do the stuff, but I want to tap into that feminine energy. So, like, this is this is a segment. This is something where we're like, I'm buying lighter clothes and I'm wearing makeup and like showering more often. (laughs) Like, but I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine doing like and then living it like a like in a young adulthood, a teenager feeling like just because of the, you know, you were going to go to. I can imagine how
1: I did. I didn't know what to do. I didn't I didn't know how to process any of that. You know, and uh, I cut my hair off. Chopped all of it off. I think I was like 16 or 17 the first time I did it. I might have been I think it was closer to 17, but um, I really felt way more like a dude it was and it was something that I didn't I think that it was because my insecurities, because I didn't feel like a pretty girl because so many people said I should have been a boy I should have been a boy I should have been a boy it almost brainwashed me you know and if the the life and time back then in the 90s was this Infected as it is today, and I say infected because I feel like what's happening in our country, in our world, our whole planet is, is a fucking disease. Yeah.
0: Um, we've got it's, it's
1: these, we've got our alpha women, and I say alpha women because maybe you're a little bigger, maybe you're a little stronger, maybe you're a little taller, maybe you're a little faster, maybe you're uh, you have more of a mathematic engineer mind, maybe you are designed to be the captain of the fucking platoon or the art of the unit. When maybe you're supposed to be, maybe you're supposed to be the leader. Maybe you are an alpha female. And I think that this movement is taking away our alpha females because they feel like, because the world has labeled them that way. And the world has said, you need to be a boy. You should have been a boy. You want to be a boy. They finally just said, fine,
0: you know, in this generation, maybe.
1: I mean, it's not a maybe this generation just isn't as strong as.
0: Well, they don't even know if they're boys or girls now. And so it's interesting that you bring this up because when we talk about this and the same with the pronouns now. So we talk about because when I was younger and I played all the sports like and I I had my hair cut short. I was I wasn't a girly girl, but I wasn't a boy either. Like I was like this ugly in between, like, but I was really good at sports. Sports and I was really good at, at, at leading in anything. And it could have been anything at that point. I was a very, you know, a boy in that sense. Like I could lead a group of people and make decisions on the fly and, and be very, but I think that the problem with this, is now you get like the toxic mass or the toxic femininity that it's, took it to like this extreme. We talked about this a little bit before, like now they're all man hating and they're like, we can do anything a man can do. It's like we, well, but you can't because essentially, and I don't know how you feel about this. You can't, like I don't you want can't. a female I agree. president. You're gonna hate me, everybody. Like I don't think I don't want a female president. I don't, because as as a woman, I I know that women make decisions based on emotions. I've done it. I'm a woman. I can say that. And big decisions. They'll be like I'm on I'm on day three of a really nasty period right now, and you know what? China's kissing <laughs> me the fuck off. Bombing them. Bombing. Hit, give me the football. Let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is why I don't carry either. I'm I'm very in tune in my emotions, but I also know that there are decisions that could be made that are very permanent. So I'm very aware of that. Not all women are like this, but I'm definitely like this. But we've all got touch of it at least. I think so. But as far as, as like you, you being drilled that you should have been a boy, did it affect like, when did you start, like, tapping into that more feminine side then? Because obviously, and I think now, like I said before, I think you have a really good balance. You're very, I, I don't know. Like, you, you ooze the femininity, but at the same time, like, you'll light people on fire.
1: It's and simply it's androgyny. It's, it's androgyny, you know, and I feel like androgyny is something that's being lost. These oh kids are deciding... What?
0: I'm going to Google androgyny. Will you just, will you just tell me what that means? Cause I, it just a long means week.
1: it's a, a balance of uh, feminine into the masculine and masculine into the feminine. And it's, it's when uh, a man can have put on a woman's shirt and still look masculine and still be able to mm-hmm. do that. Um, and when a woman like Ruby Rose is a perfect example of an androgyny. Okay. So um, she, that was a pretty big thing. You know, I would say uh, in the 90s that started Freddie Mercury, you know. Okay, and- yes.
0: That's one that I do. Androgyny.
1: Yes. Um, so, I mean, obviously, Boy George was gay as shit. So that's not really yeah. the best example. But uh, I feel like Freddie Mercury is a pretty good example. Like he was, um he Rod was Stewart, able to dance. Even.
0: Even yes, Rod Stewart, you know, he yep. he had
1: a a lot of the big 80s hair bands, a lot of their lead singers had that. They had the Were tight they, pants with the Def Leppard, the... you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's in that's androgyny and being able to take from the other gender style and still embrace it as your own. So, um that I I feel like that is the word that I like to be used when describing me. Um, okay. There's there's a lot of uh, what your pronouns out there, and I don't care what you call me as long as you, you don't say anything that you wouldn't say to my face.
0: There's a lot of that. Now, you and I are pretty close to the same age. Yeah. And I was not raised, I was raised to not run my mouth unless I could back it up. And I hold that very that true part. And I am really surprised at how many people out here, and I'm not saying that I'm much older than they are, but there's like it's like probably the generation because I'm writing this Gen X and so it would be like the gener so it'd be like the early to later millennials and that are just like, you know, you're such a bitch, you're this, you're that, suck. I hope you're, you know, I hate whatever. But it's like that's fine. But like, why don't you? Here's my. Come to my house. Like, let's have a conversation. You ain't gonna show up, but I will. Right. I will absolutely show up to your house if you want to talk. We were raised to have these conversations in in behind the corn beds. Like, we didn't talk shit unless we could back it up. And people don't understand that anymore at all. Don't Dad. run your don't run your mouth if you can't
1: run your hands. That's, That's what, what I'm saying. With, you know.
0: Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Scott Myers. Word for a judge in a son. I'm going to hang on to that. This is con- So this is a conversation that's going to continue on into next week, just so everybody here is aware. Because we're going to get to the bottom of it. And I'm going to be more feminine because I I want to be. Like I, I don't want to let go of my ballsiness, but I, I can wear a dress and still do it. I don't really take it that far. I do
1: probably side heavier on the more masculine. Mm-hmm. Um. Just because I'm, yeah, I'm. I like. I, I tell Chloe all the time, like, I prefer being the more dominant feature of the relationship. You know what I'm saying? I don't. People ask, like, oh, well, who's the guy? Fucking, hopefully nobody. We're lesbians for a reason. <laughs> There's no dicks in here, you guys. That's Right? The point. No,
0: no. Are you new?
1: <laughs> like I'm, I like to be the one to open doors and stuff like that. So I mean. I like, I I feel like the best way to put that is being like the more dominant feature of the relationship. I want to be the protector. I want to be the provider. I grew up with this weird protective complex. I just feel like I need to protect it, anything and everything around me, especially my significant other. So. Mm
0: -hmm. And we, and, and I think this was kind of the role that we've talked about now, like I I feel the same way throughout That's, I mean, that's my content. Like I'll go to war for people. There's now I pick, I'm more picky about my battles at this point. Like I'm not going to go to war for everybody. There are handfuls of people that if something gets really bad, normally I just promote the show and I make content. We talk about politics and we talk about like conspiracy theories, but like if something gets really bad and it's somebody that I know and somebody that I, I care about, like I will step in and, it's that protective, you know, but I what 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 I guess what started this conversation is I have this, like and and so I attract people that need protecting. And so I'm kind of just out here and I'm I'm I don't have a me to protect. Does that does that make sense? So then I'm just kind of yeah. so I must yeah, have some kind of feminine like behind closed doors, like I must need something additional that I'm not getting currently on. Like, and I'm only, I'm thinking of this online and like, you know, but I must need something else that I'm not currently getting, which is the protection and just the, the, the support and, and it's really hard for me to open up to people and, and be vulnerable so that they are able to step into that role and do that because then that's giving up a little bit of my power. I feel like, and not everybody deserves that. And I agree uh, round. Okay, good. Yes. I tend to be pretty closed off. I don't,
1: um, I mean, you pretty much have to suck the emotion out of me because I'm, mm-hmm. I, I try to keep it pretty shut off, you know, unless it's right. necessary, it's not- you know, and I hate those times where I have to show emotion in order to show someone that I care because humans base what they perceive as you giving a shit off of how much emotion you show. So
0: not all the time. I think that's a love language though, isn't it?
1: Probably.
0: Have you, have you looked into like the, the love languages? So there's mm-hmm. I think seven of them. Yeah, there's yeah. like
1: gift giving, physical touch. Correct.
0: Those ones. Those all of them. Just so I am I'm an acts of service person. Like if you make the bed, I'm gonna feel all good in the field. <laughs> like that's that's gonna make me happy. You do the dishes, that's gonna make me really happy. Yeah. Um but the protectiveness portion of it, that's not really a love language. I just feel like that's something that I don't let people do. And it's so it's something yeah. that we're we're working. It's content. Oh we're yeah. Working.
1: It's hard for like it's really hard. You gotta be like seven foot tall, four hundred and twenty pounds for me to feel like you can protect me.
0: Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like you but not even just that. And if you are like, then okay, cool. <laughs> you need to match the same kind of like protective energy that I give off and match or excel exceed at it. Like you need to, and and be able to make decisions. And there's a quote that I love and it's like, like, what is it? So alpha females will submit, will submit. Um, but like that, that the male needs, like something about the male needs to earn it. Like you need to, you need to prove like you need to be able to make decisions. You need to be able to take control of the situation when I can't. And, and that's where I think, that's how we got started on the divine masculine, the divine feminine, and then the toxicity of it all. Why it happened was because of of this. It's like, well, the women they don't need us men anymore, and it's like, no, that's not true. But we need you to be yeah. men. Like, I need you to be men. I need. It's you like to, every like, time somebody grrr. gets their fucking feelings
1: hurt about something, something has to change socially. And- I know. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Why can't we just go back to 1998? Because everything seemed fucking Gucci back then. You know what I mean? Like, every, 1998 was lit. It was like, what? it was a great year, man. Wait,
0: wasn't Clinton president in 98? Am I remembering that right? Yo, I think he was. But <laughs> No, I get it. Because, listen, everybody hates Bill Clinton and they're trash. I hate the Clintons. But 98 was good. Like, the 90s, the late 90s, like... Gas was low, and yeah, I remember paying were- ninety nine cents a gallon for my gas. I remember paying like two bucks a pack for my smokes. Dude, yeah, <laughs> those are the saying. days, right? Bill I mean, Clinton, he's inflation- a piece of garbage now, but he had it worked out then while he was getting it under. Oh his desk. well, he like, he he, did,
1: he he fucked. He's Clinton's the one that fucked up the stock market. He's mm-hmm. he took all these home loans. He wanted every American to be able to live the American dream, and then took all these home loans and, like, sold them off to some other company, whatever. And then that's what fucked everything up because then nobody could pay the fucking home loans because they were giving them out to Joe Schmo. He didn't give a fuck because he was taking the loan and sending it off to fucking Financial Cyber Wasn't that like the –
0: that was like the Fannie Mae
1: or something thing, wasn't that? I don't know. My dad can explain it way better than I can, but – I thought that had something to do with it.
0: Then Probably they bought up. it, but they then they charged like an astronomical fucking like interest rate and it tanked the whole yeah. housing. Like everybody, that- it fucked everybody up. People <laughs> lost their house- housing crisis. Yeah. 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 Oh. The, the, the hashtag the recession. <laughs> yeah, the, well, that was like the same thing that we're in. Everybody talks about how we're in a recession now, but I don't know. Like, yes, I mean, it sucks. Gas is high and groceries are high and, and everything is really expensive right now. But at the same time, it's like for the last year and a half, we kind of all been downsizing, downgrading anyway, because like things just kind of suck. And so I don't, I guess I don't know. I don't, I have lots of theories about what's going on right now. And I just see things a little, everybody's really doom and gloom right now. And I just refuse to live in that anymore. Will you get me a glass of whiskey, please? I'm sorry. Will you bring me one too? Yeah. No, I'm Rick just would like one too. I would like one too. Shipwreck once, one too. I'm drinking seltzers because, well, because 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 I'm old. But I tore one on with like Corona. Corona is my beer. Like I love Coronas, and I tore one up there. I didn't have a show the other night, and so I decided to watch Christmas movies and drink eight. <laughs> I know, and I was so not in. A, I mean, I was good. I was. I felt good that night, but I'm still hungover today. And this was two nights ago. I'm too old, Dad. <laughs> whiskey straight I'm gonna get a fight a cop that's what that's gonna happen so <laughs> we're, kind of, we're kind of all over but this is what happens so you kind of you went through your stuff and now you kind of stepped into this do you love who you are now like are you
1: absolutely this is my favorite version of me I just recently really fell in love with me you know I was like just kind of like for for a long time, like I, I ride a motorcycle. Not currently, I haven't rode in quite some time because I finally decided that I like me and I do care what happens to me. But I worked uh, about an hour from where I live uh, for about seven months a couple of years ago, and I hit 170 miles an hour every single time I rode home from work,
0: and I didn't care what happened. And On your motorcycle? Time, yeah. Listen, I've and been ev- thrown off one of those. I ain't never been on one since. Yeah, everything single... that you know, hurts, right? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I've never hit the okay. ground.
0: Thank you, baby. I don't I... need a shot. Oh, I do. Bet <laughs> <laughs> I got of my stupid seltzers. Let's do it.
1: <laughs> so, um, I didn't care what happened, you know, and mm-hmm. I didn't. It, I felt like if I was going that fast, that I I probably wouldn't feel it at the end, it probably happened hard and fast. So, that
0: sounds like and a now nice I like
1: me and I, yeah, but uh, I I changed, you know, and I, I found the part of me that I loved. And I do think that I found a really great balance and I finally am comfortable um, embracing the more feminine side. Um, it took me a while to get here because I didn't feel pretty. I just didn't feel like a pretty girl. Well, I had I think a lot of
0: society really kind of determined what was pretty and what was not though. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. and I was told that I looked like a boy for so long and I think it was more or less based on the sports that I played mm-hmm. and that was hammered into me for so long. I just embraced it and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to look like a boy. So I had the short hair and I look like Opie Taylor. <laughs> I look like okay. Opie Taylor for a while. Like,
0: okay. Yeah.
1: And then uh, did, I had a big gnarly
0: mohawk for a while. Did you, um, was there a catalytic moment that kind of switched you from hating doing like all of that and just this, fucking going like the rebellion. I'm just fine. If you want me to be a boy, I'll fucking be a boy too. Being like, you know what? I, I'm, you know what I'm saying?
1: I had a, a very short, just stupid fling. And the girl that I was involved with told me, she was like, you're such a beautiful girl. I would really like to see you embrace that. And she said it a lot. And at first it kind of bothered me and it made me feel insecure, but the more she said it, the more I could see her sincerity. Mm -hmm. And then after that, I had a few more people like the, the more I dabbled into it, just kind of dipped my toe in the water. The more people responded to it and said, they encouraged me. They said, you know, this looks really great on you and stuff like that. So I started wearing more makeup. I got the dreads. I grew my hair out. My dog is, crying because he is not getting attention
0: right now. But does he um, want to be interviewed too? I can talk to him. They're like, listen, Sully, what's it like here, to be flawless? Listen, how many of you Sully. tell me what it's like to be flawless a dog?
1: Come on, you wanna come answer some questions, buddy? Come here. He's coming.
0: He's coming. Come here. Until then I got half these commenters are telling you how beautiful you are and I should have brought Sonia back here so she could throw these up because it's hard for me to keep eyes on the comments and hear this. at the same time. <laughs> Next time, Sonia, let's get a little more like in-depth with this. Hello, what is your dog's name? What this is
1: name? Um, Sully, Captain Sullenberger. S- S-
0: Captain Sullenberger, what are you? Oh, you can't hear me because you're not wearing the headphones, but I love you. I could <laughs> braid right, your hair.
1: Oh, he gosh. has a long mane.
0: Oh my gosh. So I work with, so I, I do a morning show too, and I do a morning show with this this woman named Jen Snow, and she's amazing. She's a hypnotherapist. She's gone to school. She's she's intuitive and she like empathic and she's just this amazing human being. She helped me with a lot of my own healing and kind of gotten me where I am. But side note about Jen. And I don't know if anybody, even, she could talk to like animals so she can like hold, like, and she can kind of feel how your animals feeling and what they kind of need. Like if they're sick or if they're, and she can, and it's really interesting. I had to talk to my cat one time because my cat was in here chewing on shit. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with this thing? Like, and this cat's like 50 pounds. So I'm like, talk to it. And she's like, well, it really wants attention. And it's mad because we had to give it a bath. She's like, it's mad at you for some reason. And I was like, because well, we had to, the day before we had, we had to bathe it because it can't clean itself because you know what? It doesn't matter. I had to give it a bath. And so she's like, it's mad and it's, it wants attention and it doesn't care that you're alive. And so it's really interesting. You should have her talk to your dog. It's just,
1: that's, that's cool. <laughs> I love yeah. to see her interview solely.
0: I it's interesting if you should. I should bring you both on in the morning and, and she can interview your dog. Um, so <laughs> Wicked Wolf is also I gotta do this. The Wicked Wolf does my spiritual Sunday. So he comes on and he talks to me, or he talks to well, he talks to everybody about like the spirituality and how it's all connected. But he is just like fucking and he's gay as the day is long too. But he is just fangirling over you. And so I gotta put him up here. I gotta tell him he loves you or tell you he loves you. There you go, my guy. I uh, love sad. you, pumpkin.
1: Thank you for the love. I appreciate you so much. <laughs> Listen, everybody who shows me love like that, like the, all the comments and everything, like I hope you guys know how much that I really does enjoy. mean to me. I really do. I really do love you guys.
0: And I think that's why people love you, too, though. And and now as as I was thinking about doing the show tonight, I know that was one more thing that I wanted to talk to you about was was kind of your content and and why you're so connected with people. And I think the biggest thing that you've got going for you just after watching everything is that you are super authentic. Like you're, 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 there's no like, like you're not playing any kind of role. You're not, you know what I'm saying? Your content's kind of all over, just like ours. It's whatever you're feeling for the day. And you're super authentic. And people, they resonate with that. On top of that, you are super, you know, you're like, you're feminine. We got the feminine stuff. But you're you're strong and you're a leader and, and people are scared right now. And so they really are drawn to you and what you do. And I didn't know if you knew that. Did you, is that something you knew? Did you know that about people? I don't know. Um,
1: I've gotten hints of that and I've considered. That uh, view of me after it's been kind of brought to me a few okay. times, um, I'm humbled when I hear stuff like that, because I, that's what I want to be. You know, um, I've always wanted to be a person or a place where people felt safe. I've always wanted to be, uh, someone who encourages people. I've always wanted people to, um, know that I'm not going to bullshit them. That's very important to me. I want you to know that I'll tell you when you're fucking up straight to your face and I'm not always going to be nice. Um, Mm -hmm. But I will always encourage you, even if I'm not nice, I'll tell you that you're fucking up and I will tell you that you can improve that until you can fix it. I can tell you that a lot of times you need to hit rock bottom to know what it feels like in order to climb
0: the mountain, you know? And I think, it's- and I think people really resonate with that. And the reason is, is, is another thing too, is like, people don't really know what to believe. And I know we talked a little bit about TikTok and and we'd always talk about TikTok because that's where this all started. Regardless of where this goes, it'll always kind of come back to TikTok. But there are there people only show you what they want you to see, and I think that sometimes with creators that people really look up to, it can get muddied because they the creator comes out and they're all pot like they're Mister Positivity, right? And they are like, but then they do the like they do different things and they do these meet and greets and they aren't actually or some stuff comes out and they're not actually that person and that's really detrimental to their base and and then the people that followed them and loved them for a really long time and supported them. But I think with, with you, it it would be, and this is something we brag about too. Like I'm the same person online as I am off. Like I'm not just talking shit, talking tough because I'm on the internet. Like come to my house. I will talk shit and I will talk tough straight to your face. I have no problem doing that. But I think a lot of people have met me. me Most people that have met me have made
1: comments to, me being the same in person as they see me online, they're like, "Wow, mm-hmm. it's it's like the same person because I am. I don't. I'm not an actress. This ain't Hollywood. People tell me I'm famous. I'm like, this is TikTok. This ain't I know. Hollywood. I know. No, there's a difference between famous and popular on the internet. <laughs> I am for whatever reason. Listen, if I'm famous, then my paychecks are not reflecting that. So I'm going to need everything to do better. I don't know.
0: (laughs) So with that, we're coming right up in an hour, but I want to touch on one more subject since you kind of brought up like the famous and the Hollywood. And this has also been a topic of contention um, between myself and the commenters and the people that I talk to. And we've talked about it on shows. I have this theory that mainstream media and Hollywood is kind of on its way out. Movies, movie theaters, like the, the whole thing that we used to do, we talk about the nineties cause it was still a pretty big deal in the nineties, right? We watched the news. We went to movies, free Willie. Okay. Anybody that was my yeah. first movie, but, but I feel like they're on their way out and they are being replaced by people like you.
1: Like it's you, funny you, you should know. say that. I just, I literally had someone say that to me tonight like say what, What did this say? this evening that they felt like um, these A-list Hollywood celebrities are moving out and social media influences or move- influencers are moving in.
0: I, they- I would have to agree. Yeah, I think and my my for some reason, my headphones are about that. That's all right. But we I think they're right. I think this is we see all, like everything like CNN and everything, all of their ratings are dropping to nothing because of what happened to the election. That's fine. That's politics. But even like The View and, and all of his entertainment, they're, they're not doing These are well. the places gonna... that we used to
1: look fo- look to for information. We used to turn these programs on to be educated, to learn things, for them to give us information. And now we can't tell what's true and what's false. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a lot of it is false. And people are just saying whatever they want to say to push whatever agenda that they're backing up. So I feel like the big part of... Um, society has lost confidence in the media for good reason okay. rightfully so
0: right rightfully so and with that I think we are we're gonna come right we're right up on an hour and I'm getting a beeping noise that we're gonna die but um, we're coming right up on an hour so flawless laws at the end of every live I usually give everybody an opportunity to give a final thought so you have the world's attention for the next 30 or so seconds what would you tell them
1: oh man uh, I feel like the the most important thing to me is how I've climbed a ladder from poverty to being i mean successful you know i am yes, successful i'm a successful hairstylist um i've done this social media thing relatively well um i things are never things are not going to be easy you know and you're going to you're going to face a lot of uh difficulty and i just encourage you to continue on because uh it's when you think you can't that You got to dig a little deeper and you will find what you need inside you to keep going. But don't give up. Like, just keep pushing because it doesn't matter where you come from or what your history is or what your past looks like. You can always change that. I did. I came from nothing. Did a lot of drugs when I was a teenager. I made a lot of bad decisions in my 20s. And uh, somehow in my 30s, I was able to clean it all up. And I'm doing pretty good right now. I just bought my dream truck. I live in a very comfortable apartment and I found my dream girl. So there's hope. And that would pretty much be my final thought.
0: That is the best final thought I could ever think of having. So Flawless Lawless, thank you so much for coming on. I love your face. I appreciate this. And I hope that we can do it again. I definitely want to do it again because I want to talk more about the mainstream media stuff for sure. Like that. Let's go. I'm telling you, like, that's, what's going to happen. Like people are, they are, it's you. And it's like, it's me. It's like the podcast. It's Joe Rogan's. It's, it's all these yeah. other people that have these, These are who people go watch for their news, for their entertainment, for their uplifting or their drama or whatever it is. Absolutely. This is the wave of the future. And I completely, I'm I'm 100% on board with that. But I love this. And you guys, thank you so much for coming. I appreciate and love your faces. So today is Saturday. Tomorrow night, we are live Sunday night with Spiritual Sunday at 8.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. But tomorrow night, it's going to be a little bit different. So we're going to have the Wicked Wolf on for sure. But we are also going to be bringing Kit Kat on. And and we are going to talk a lot about uh, online bullying and how that affects people, and how you can rise above it and some ways that you can combat it. So it's going to be a really good show. So make sure that you're here, flawless, Lawless, Once again, thank you so much for coming on. You thank guys. you so
1: much for having me. I appreciate you, and I love you guys.
0: We love you too. Thank you so much. You guys have a good night. We'll see you later. Bye. 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 <laughs> You think it's so fucking bad?